0: Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Finally, at long last, about time, too. I think I can hear some far off woofing and chuckling. I think any minute now, I know exactly who's going to swagger into the room wagging his long, swishy tail, a little drop of gravy on his whiskers, and a big, wide grin all over his face. He's on his way to settle down by the crackling fire with his best friend, a busy little spaniel with the lightest of eyes, busiest of brains, and the kindest of hearts. Yes, that's right. Settle down into your bed as we're about to meet up again with our wonderful friends Hector and Sunny. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Our bedtime story tonight starts on a lazy afternoon as they listen to Sunny's owner reading them a mystery story about a clever detective. The dogs wished they could become detectives. And to their surprise, a magical door appears. Now, will they stay by the warm fire? Or will they go through the door and enter a world where they are, indeed, detectives? The title might have just given it away. Lie back and relax as I begin Hector and Sunny Become Detectives by Gillian Rogerson. It was a lazy Sunday afternoon and two dogs called Hector and Sunny were lying on a rug in front of a flickering fire. They were at Sunny's house and listening to her owner reading from one of her favourite mystery books. Sunny's owner had a very soothing voice and the dogs often fell asleep while listening to her stories. But not that day. The mystery happening within the book had them hooked and they couldn't wait to find out what would happen next. Would the clever detective solve the mystery? If so, how? Sunny's owner came to the end of a chapter. She closed the book and placed it on the table next to her. She smiled over at the resting dogs and told them she was going to make herself a cup of tea and wouldn't be long. She stood up and left the room. Hector, a friendly golden retriever, looked at Sunny and said, I love mystery stories. I wonder how this one is going to end. Sunny was a cocker spaniel with beautiful blue eyes that sometimes turned green and sometimes grey. She said, I can't wait to hear the ending. Hector? Hector? I wish we could be clever detectives solving a mystery. Wouldn't that be amazing? <sighs> she let out a wistful sigh and smiled softly. Hector's nose twitched. He sat up straight and sniffed the air. A familiar look came into his eyes. Sunny sat up and grinned at her friend. Hector? Hector? Are you getting one of your feelings again? Are we about to go on another magical adventure? A slow smile spread across Hector's handsome face. He nodded and said, (laughs) We certainly are. I don't know what kind of adventure yet, but... It's going to happen very soon. Is it going to happen here? Sonny asked. Or do we need to go outside? If so, I can let out one of my special barks to let my owner know I want to go out for a walk. Hector was only half listening to his dear friend, because he had spotted something unusual appearing on the wall. He raised his paw and said, Sonny, look. Sonny looked at where Hector had his attention. A new door had appeared right next to the living room door. It was silver and had a picture of Hector and Sonny on it. In the picture, the dogs were wearing trench coats and hats, just like the detective in the books wore. Sonny gasped. Oh, it's a magical doorway. I wonder where it leads and why do we look like that in the picture? <laughs> she suddenly started laughing. Of course, it must be a door that leads to a magical world where we're actually detectives. It can't mean anything else, can it? Hector gave Sonny an admiring look and said he was impressed with her detective skills. Sonny said, thanks Hector. Are you ready to go on another adventure? Always, Hector replied with a grin. The world around them froze and even the flames in the fire stopped in mid flicker. The dog's bounded over to the magical door. Hector opened it and they stepped through the door and into another world, a world full of magic and wonder. They were inside an office. There were two large desks beneath a huge window, and behind the desks were chairs that looked the perfect size for two detective dogs. There was another door opposite the chairs but it was a normal one and not at all magical. Framed photographs of Hector and Sonny were on the walls and showed them shaking paws with a variety of animals. A glass-fronted fridge stood in the far corner and was filled with jugs of water and tasty snacks. In the other corner were two large cushions, ideal places to take a nap. There was also a coat stand where two dog-sized trench coats were hanging and hats balanced on the top hooks. Sunny said, Wow, Hector, look at this office. It must be ours. I wonder if those photos on the walls are of the animals we've helped. There are a lot of them. We must be very good detectives in this world. She walked over to the photos to get a better look at them. Hector ran towards the chairs and said, Look at these, I wonder if they spin around. He leapt onto one of the chairs, put his paw on the desk and gave himself a push. The chair began to spin around. Hector let out a whoop of delight. Sunny looked over at her spinning friend and laughed. She ran over, jumped onto the other chair, and began to spin around too. At that very moment, the normal door in their office opened and their first client stepped through it. Hector was too busy spinning around to notice, but Sunny did. She brought herself to an abrupt stop and gave the client a small, embarrassed smile. When Hector still hadn't noticed their visitor, Sunny put her paw on his spinning chair and made it slow down. Hector finally came to a stop. He saw the client and let out an embarrassed chuckle. He said, (laughs) Sorry about that, uh, we were just testing out the chairs. May we help you? In front of them stood an auburn-furred puppy wearing denim shorts, an orange t-shirt and a baseball hat. The puppy said, Is this the Hector and Sonny detective agency? Hector immediately said, oh, I don't know. He looked at Sonny. She looked at him. Hector cleared his throat and said, <clears> throat> Yes, yes, it is. And uh, we are Hector and Sonny. Can we help you with something? The puppy sighed. Oh, I don't know if my problem is too small for such important detectives like you two. I don't want to waste your time. Sunny jumped off her chair and walked over to the puppy. She pulled out a chair for him and asked him to sit down. Once he was seated, she said, No problem is too small for us. Why don't you tell us your name first? And then, what your problem is? She returned to her chair and waited for the puppy to speak. The puppy said, My name is Rufus, and this is my problem. He pulled out a puzzle cube from his pocket. It had lots of mixed up colored squares on it. Rufus continued talking. I'm trying to put the same colors together, but I just can't do it. I keep the cube with me all the time and I've spent the last few weeks trying to solve it. Whenever I get some spare time, I take my puzzle out and I have another go. Do you know how to solve this? And can you show me how to do it, please? Sunny slowly shook her head. She'd seen the puzzle before, but didn't know how to solve it. Hector, however, knew what to do. He told Rufus that he'd seen the puzzle completed many times by some human friends of his, and they had shown Hector what to do. Hector had never tried to complete the puzzle himself, but he was sure it couldn't be that difficult. Hector moved over to Rufus and sat at his side. He took the cube and began to move the segments this way and that. Rufus watched his every move with great interest. Much to Hector's relief, he completed the puzzle in less than four minutes. Rufus was astonished and asked Hector to show him the moves again. Hector happily did so until the puppy was certain he would remember them. After solving the puzzle himself a few times, the happy puppy was ready to leave the office. He thanked the kind dogs and walked over to the door. He put his little paw on the handle, but then hesitated. Sonny instinctively knew there was something else on his mind. She went over to Rufus and softly asked if he needed help with anything else. Rufus turned his puppy eyes to her and said, I've lost my mum's best socks somewhere in the back garden. I love hiding socks in the garden, and I always remember where I put them, but not this time. I can't even remember when I lost them. Mum said it was okay and that she has plenty of other socks, but I would really like to find them. Could you help me with that? Sunny broke into a wide smile and told Rufus she was an expert when it came to finding lost socks and hiding them too when needed. She asked if it was okay for them to visit Rufus's home and search the back garden. Rufus smiled and said yes and added that his home wasn't far away. Hector and Sunny left their offices with their client. It was too warm to wear their trench coats, but they popped their hats on and felt very much like professional detectives. As they walked along the pavement towards Rufus's home, Hector noticed a double-decker bus driving past. There was an advertising poster on the side of it. Hector grinned and pointed it out to Sonny. Sonny laughed when she saw it. It was an advertisement for their detective agency, and their smiling faces looked out at them from the poster as the bus drove on by. They soon arrived at Rufus's house. He quickly introduced Sonny and Hector to his mum, who was pruning some roses in the back garden. When she found out why they were there, she said, Oh, really? There's no need to find my socks? I have plenty more. Sonny replied by saying she knew how important socks were and that finding a lost pair shouldn't take her that long, hopefully. Hector kindly told Rufus and his mum to stand to one side and let Sonny do her thing. Sonny stood at the centre of the garden and carefully looked around it. There were some places that weren't at all suitable for hiding things in, and some places that were perfect. She slowly walked around the garden and examined those places where a pair of socks might be hidden. Alas, she didn't find anything. Then she remembered something Rufus had said in their office earlier. She strolled around the garden again, and by using all of her new detective skills, she worked out where the missing socks might possibly be. Sunny walked over to a tree and looked at the grass around the bottom of it. She ran her paw through the longest part of the grass. Uh Uh-huh. There was something soft and woolly there. She looked closer, moved the grass to one side, and found a pair of pink socks. She picked them up and said, Are these the missing socks? Rufus's mum clapped her paws in delight and said yes. Rufus was astounded and asked Sunny how she knew where to look. Sunny waved her paw at the patch of flattened grass in front of the tree. She said, this place is in a shady area and is the perfect place for a puppy to sit if he's trying to solve a cube-shaped puzzle. You told us that you've been trying to solve the puzzle for weeks. Did you sometimes sit under this tree whilst doing that? Rufus nodded and explained he had sat there every day trying to solve the puzzle. Sonny smiled and continued explaining. <laughs> the grass where you've been sitting has become flattened, but the grass behind it, where I found the socks, is much longer. I suspect you came out here a few weeks ago with your mum's socks, planning to hide them. But before you could do that, you started to think about your puzzle again. So, you sat down, put the socks behind you, and focused all your attention on your puzzle. You completely forgot about the socks, until you realised they were missing sometime later. But by then... The grass had grown and covered up the socks. Am I right? Rufus's eyes widened, he said. Yes, you are. That's exactly what happened. I remember now. I was going to hide the socks in the branches of that tree because it's one of my favorite places to hide things. But then I sat down and thought I'd try to solve my puzzle again. When I realized I'd lost the socks, I looked in all my usual hiding places, but under the tree isn't one of them, so I never looked there. He smiled at Sunny and said she was an amazing detective. Hector and Rufus's mum agreed. Sonny gave them a shy smile and said it was nothing. She gave the socks to Rufus, who then gave them to his mum, who then said she would give them a wash. Sonny said, Hector and I will be on our way now. There might be other clients who need our help. Rufus and his mum thanked the detective duo. Hector and Sunny said goodbye and walked out of their garden. They headed back along the pavement towards their office. They hadn't got very far when they were stopped by a monkey wearing a red jumpsuit and yellow shoes. He said hello to the dogs and asked if they were Hector and Sunny from the famous detective agency. The dogs nodded and asked if they could help the monkey. The monkey sighed and said he wasn't sure if his problem was too small for the dogs. Sunny said no problem was too small for them. She asked for the monkey's name and if he could give them more details about his problem. The monkey told them he was called Mateo and then he explained... I've got a 500 piece jigsaw puzzle at home but I accidentally threw out the top part of the box which had a picture on it and now I can't remember what the picture was of. I think it was a forest but I'm not certain. Can you help me put the jigsaw puzzle together please? Have we got time to do that? Hector said they had plenty of time and asked if Mateo could take them to his home. The monkey's face filled with joy, and he said yes, he could do that. He skipped along the pavement, swinging his arms happily. Hector and Sonny followed him. They soon arrived at Mateo's treehouse where he lived with his family. Hector and Sonny looked up at the tall treehouse and wondered how they were going to climb it. They were mightily relieved when Mateo told them there was a lift built into the tree trunk and it was big enough for them all to fit into. Upwards they went and soon stepped out onto a wooden porch that surrounded the cosy treehouse. Mateo took them inside and introduced them to his parents, his brother, and his auntie. Mateo's family were glad to see Hector and Sonny, because they had all tried to put the jigsaw puzzle together, but hadn't been able to manage it, no matter how hard they had tried. Hector and Sonny shared a concerned look. They were thinking the same thing. They really hoped they would be able to put the jigsaw puzzle together. Mateo took the dogs into the living room and over to a table that was covered in jigsaw pieces. Hector and Sunny shared another concerned look. There were a lot of pieces. Mateo knelt at the side of the table and pointed to a small section of the puzzle had been completed. He proudly said, Look, I managed to do that part of the puzzle and put together a picture of a koala. I think he's standing on a porch, but I don't think he lives in a tree house like me. Sonny and Hector peered at the smiling image of the little koala. They looked at each other and started laughing. They told Mateo they knew who the koala was. He was called Coco, and they had met him a few months ago. They had been to his house too and knew what it looked like. Mateo grinned and let out a cheer. The dog detectives sat on either side of the monkey, and looked closer at the puzzle pieces. They described Coco's house so that Mateo knew what to look out for. With great concentration, the dogs and the monkey found the correct pieces that made up Coco's cabin and put them together. They soon discovered that Coco's family were also in the picture and were standing at Coco's side. They continued working on the jigsaw and slowly began to put the rest of it together. As they worked, Hector and Sunny told Mateo about their visit to the place where Coco lived, a magical place called Sleepy Forest. When the puzzle had been completed, the two dogs and the monkey stood up and took a good look at it. The picture showed the happy koala family standing on the porch of their cabin in the middle of sleepy forest. In the background were some of Coco's friends, including a sleepy sloth in a tree and a rainbow-coloured chameleon resting on a rock. Mateo's family came into the living room and admired the completed puzzle. They said Hector and Sunny were amazing detectives and thanked them for their help. The dogs said they were more than welcome and that it had been fun putting the puzzle together. They said goodbye and returned to the ground using the lift. Hector and Sunny walked along the pavement again in the direction of their office. Along the way, other animals stopped them and asked for their help. Hector and Sunny said yes to all of them and tried their best to solve whatever mystery arose. They helped a grey cat called nicknack knack who had lost her favourite collar. After visiting her house and finding out what she'd done that day, Hector discovered that Nicknack had put her collar in the fridge by mistake and that she'd put the milk from the fridge on top of her jewelry box. Nicknack shook her head at herself and said, I am so sorry about that. I've never done anything like that before. It must be because I haven't slept well these last few nights and I'm not thinking straight. Hector and Sunny always had a good night's sleep and offered the cats some bedtime tips and said snuggling down in their beds and listening to a bedtime story always helped them fall asleep. nick said she would try all of those things and thanked the dogs. The cat yawned. Hector and Sunny did too. The dogs said goodbye and went on their way. The next animal who needed their help was an elephant called Eliana. She had lost her straw hat somewhere in town, but couldn't remember where she'd last had it. It was her favourite hat and had been a present from her mum. Once again, Hector asked their client about her day and what she had been doing. Eliana couldn't remember that either, so Sonny suggested they start at her house and retrace her steps. Sonny's plan worked, and after retracing Eliana's journey that day, they found her straw hat at the swimming pool She'd taken it off to have a dip in the water because she didn't want to get it wet. With her hat back on her head, Eliana thanked the dogs and said, I am sorry about that. I've never lost my hat before, and I'm usually very good at remembering where I've been. It must be because I haven't slept very well recently. And I'm not thinking straight. Sonny and Hector said she wasn't the only one who wasn't sleeping well. And they shared their sleeping tips again. Eliana smiled and said she would try those things that very night. Eliana yawned. Hector and Sonny did too. The detective dogs made it back to their office building without anyone else needing their help. The tired friends yawned all the way back, and when they entered their office, they agreed it was time to go back to Sonny's house. They hung their detective hats on the stand, took one last look at their office, and walked through the magical silver door and back into their own world. As soon as they were back in Sunny's living room, the silver door disappeared and time unfroze. The sleepy dogs settled down on the soft rug in front of the flickering fire. Sunny said, That was a wonderful adventure. I loved being a detective. Me too, Hector agreed. Maybe we'll go back to our office again in the future and solve more mysteries. Sunny said that was a lovely thought. She smiled at her best friend closed her eyes and fell asleep. Hector closed his eyes and fell asleep too. Sunny's owner came into the room carrying a mug of tea. She looked at the sleeping dogs in surprise. They never fell asleep when she was reading one of her mystery stories to them and always stayed awake until she reached the end. How mysterious. She smiled softly at Hector and Sunny and returned to her chair. She was happy to let sleeping dogs lie. She read her book for a while longer, but the soft snores coming from the dreaming dogs made her feel so delightfully tired. She put her book down leaned back in the chair and gently drifted into a peaceful sleep.